0: Couple weeks, we're gonna be continuing Welcome Home series. We started last Tuesday, and uh, we're gonna go for around a couple more weeks. Uh, uh, last week was amazing. I'm a faithful servant. Any faithful servants in the house? Come on, that was last week. And tonight, here's my title, and 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 I don't want you guys to miss it. I don't want you to miss it. Tonight is gonna to be a night uh, with some not too many notes, but I gotta tell you, they're good notes, right? You know when there's like all right notes and there's good notes. The stuff that you keep, I, I got, I don't have too many notes now, but I got some good notes. And and, and these notes, when you take it, when you write it down, I, here's what I believe. I believe when you write it down, it sticks to your mind, it sticks to your heart, it sticks to your soul. And, 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 and somewhere in this week, you're, you're going to look back at your notes and say, God, you spoke to me for this very moment that I needed to hear your word. So if you could pull your Bibles out, pull your notes out. That's, that's the culture we set here. If you don't have a Bible, man, we encourage you to invest in a Bible. Stop at any bookstore. It's the most sold book in the world in human history. Buy a Bible. Um, and if you don't have a Bible, we're going to show the, the verses behind me today on the screen. And, and, and before we do anything, I want to pray. Anybody believe in prayer? Come on, if you feel comfortable, just bow your heads, close your eyes. It, it, we do this in church, uh, just in reverence and respect and honor to God. And, 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 and we, we close our eyes just to focus on him. And, and usually when our eyes are open, we're, we're looking around, we're, you know, we're, we're wandering our eyes. But, but that's why, Christians, we close our eyes just to, to focus in on God's, uh, on God's voice, on who he is. So tonight, can I tell you, the enemy is going to get, you're young adults, you're busy. You have life, you have school, you have work. The enemy is going to try to throw tasks in your head in, in these next couple of moments. I pray you stop them and you shun them and, and you focus into the word that God has for you. That's the, the, the bigger word you need to pay attention to tonight. And, and so let's pray. God, we love you so much. God, we thank you for what you've done during worship. We thank you, God. Because you're already changing lives. You're you're already touching hearts in this place. God, we just want to say we love you and we thank you in advance, God, for the the life change that's going to happen in this room tonight. God, I believe that as we continue to move in this series, God, that expectation will begin to rise up and build up. God, I I know that as we move closer and closer into this year, God, that we're going to see more of what you have for us. God, we know that that, that we will not we, we will not actually back up because the opposition seems strong, but we're gonna step up and 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 not in our own strength, not in our own courage, but through the strength and power of the Holy Spirit. We, we're able to look at life and persevere. We're able to look at challenges and say, My God is bigger than this challenge. So God, we pray you be with this and speak to us. Everyone says, Amen. Amen. The sermon series is called Welcome Home, Why? It's because we have the heavenly Father. How many guys know God, Jesus Christ? He's your heavenly Father. Can anybody say, raise your hand? He's my heavenly Father. Come on, he's. My, come on, say it like you mean it. He's my heavenly Father. That's what we believe. He, he's my Father. He looks after me. He cares after me. Right? He He's not. He, he's not like an uncle that that shows up sometimes and, and leaves sometimes. It's only there on my birthdays and he. Barely remembers my name, you know what I mean? No, he's, he's my dad. I'm from him. I'm of him. And I'm moving forward because he says I can go forward. And, and that's what we believe who our father is. Because I let you know, don't live your Christian life only keeping eyes on the father and looking away to the brothers and sisters God has placed around you to help you. Oh, that was for somebody over here. Don't keep your eyes too focused on the father that you forget to notice the brothers and sisters that are right next to you. Because God doesn't just give you his word. He gives you his church. He, He establishes community. And he says, I can heal you. And so can the people around you. I can bless you. And I also bless you through the people around you. How many of you guys are blessed by new birth? Come on, the people around you every week. Come on, the culture around you every week. Come on, you coming in feeling down. And God will send a person to just turn your spirit around and turn your life around. God will send the right person to tell you the right word. Sometimes you just need to touch from somebody. I love you. So we got a heavenly father. We have brothers and sisters around us. Listen, Christianity cannot be done alone. You need the church. That's why Jesus died not only to save the world and send the spirit, but to also give birth to a church that he's coming back for. And, and, and many times in scripture, you see this picture painted, that God's the father, we're his children. And tonight, I, I want to talk about something called trust, all right? I want to talk about trust. When we trust in God through anything that life throws at us, amen? So I want you to turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Verses 3 to 7, as the engine begins to rev up, if you hear me. That's the Holy Spirit revving up. Come on, for 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 to 7. I'm reading, I'm reading from the message version. So if you have an iPhone or an iPad, just flip that translation to MSG. If you don't have a Bible, those, the correct, uh, they're right behind me. Look at that. And, and don't throw it up yet. Don't throw it up yet. Don't throw the verse up yet. Just put your finger on 2 Corinthians. Chapter 1, verses 3 to 7, put your finger on it. If you have it, say amen. amen. If you don't have it, we'll give you some time. It's in the New Testament, so it's towards the end of the book, right? First Corinthians is followed by 2 Corinthians. And if you need help, just go ahead and lean to the person next to you. Keep your finger on that note. And I want to I jump to another verse. I'm going to get to 2 Corinthians in a moment. Before I get there, I, I kind of want to give an idea about trust. Because here's the thing. Uh, trust only works when you need perseverance. Trust only works. Trust is only activated when someone decides to have perseverance. If I decide to persevere, that means I'm deciding to trust. Without trust, I know I won't persevere. It's like God called me through the storm, right? God called me through the storm. If I do not trust him in the beginning, I will not trust him in the middle. I would probably jump ship if I lose my my trust, if I lose my perseverance, it's like trust is so connected to perseverance. And in James 1.4, keep your finger on 2 Corinthians. I want to throw it on the screen though. In James 1.4, this is, this is James said. And if you're new in Christianity, if you're new to Jesus, we want you to start reading the book of James. It's a lot of practical stuff, a lot of real practical living. Just It's really awesome. I love the book of James. And, and this is, I want to jump to the book of James real quick. James chapter 1, verse 4. I want to read this first half. Allow perseverance to finish its work. I'm going to stop right there, right there at that comma. Allow perseverance to finish its work. Somebody say, allow perseverance to finish its work. Allow it to finish its work. Perseverance means I'm in a moment where I need to stick it through. Here's the word. I'm in a moment where I need to buckle up. I need to strap myself down and go along for the ride. I- I'm going to let perseverance finish this work. Because I don't know about you. It, it, like, I've, I've been trying to cook steaks. I love steaks. Anybody love steaks? i am trying to cook steaks. Steaks are so hard to cook. It's like if it's out the... Just a second late, it is too raw. A second on too long, it, 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 it's a hockey puck. You know what I mean? And it's like... So, I, I like medium rare. anybody like medium rare, medium steaks? Oh my gosh, if your steak is a bloody, you're not having steak right. I gotta tell you. Um, I, I love medium steaks. I love it so much. Here's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. If sometimes if I took it out too early, you know what I mean. Like you could, you could want it raw. So like you could want it like medium, so bad. You know what I'm saying? You could really want it so like. You ever tell? You ever tell the waiter like make sure it's medium? Like make sure it's medium. Like just make sure. <laughs> Please make sure. It's so tricky to cook it yourself because it's almost like you could, you could probably take it out a bit too early. It's, it's hard to know with a steak. Can I get an amen? amen? It's hard to know. It's like it's in there, but it's cooking. You got to flip it, and you got to cook the outside, but the inside's kind of like, what's going on? But it's bloody, and it's good. And I want steak right now. And it's, anybody getting hungry in the Holy Spirit? Come on, somebody. Somebody about to break out in tongues in the back. Hallelujah. Shit about (laughs) lay. I love steaks. The thing is, the steak isn't good if I take it out too early. I got to let it sit on there a little longer. I got to let it sit a little longer to get the best product from the steak. And, And here's the truth about most Christians. Is that they exit the process that they're supposed to stick through to be a mature believer, they skip the process because the going gets tough. They skip the process because people are talking bad about them. They skip the process because something came out about them. They skip the process. They skip the perseverance part. They skip the trust part. And God will keep you on level one if you never want to work in perseverance. God will keep you where you're at, immature believer. When the going gets tough, you go running. When it gets too hard, you, you, go, you, go, you go running. New Brothers, we're building up a loyal church. Come on, somebody. Faithful servants in the house tonight. When the going gets tough, I'm not going to get going. And things get awkward with people in church. I know God still loves me. I, I still love my brothers and my sisters. If you have an issue with me, let's go to the side and talk about it. Children run away from confrontation. Children run away from the process. And it's okay to be immature in Christ. It's not okay to not admit it. It's okay to be immature. It's fine. You're new. It's okay. It's fine. Let's celebrate the steps. You used to run away from the process. Now you're going to trust the process. You used to, to run away from confrontation. Now you approach confrontation knowing we can leave this conversation still as friends and not as enemies. And, and, and we got to let perseverance finish its work. Not, let, not, letting, not letting perseverance finish, finish its work. God's not done working in you. He's not. He, like you got to, he has to keep you in the fire just a little longer just to make the diamond shine just a little better. He's got to keep you in the, in, the, in, the pot, in the pot, you know, the potter's hands. He has to keep molding you and shaping you. Just because things are shaving off doesn't mean that you're losing. Just because he's shaving off how you used to think, how you used to walk, how you used to talk, you're not losing, you're winning. He's showing you what it really looks like to be a human being. He's shaving you, he's, he's molding you, he's chopping some things off. And we'd be fools to run away from that process. It's like walking out of a movie at the wrong part like, dude, if you just stood five more minutes, if you stood five more minutes, you would have saw how he wasn't really dead. He actually just got shot in the back. He turned around and shot, man. It was crazy. You missed the whole thing because you walked out when you didn't understand how it was going to end because you walked out when you thought it was over. But can I tell you, if I'm going to be a mature believer, if I'm going to be a a believer in 2019 that's persevering, I got to stick around for the process. Here's the word of God tonight for you. Ready? Buckle up. It's going to get tough. But God's not done working on you. Amen? Allow perseverance to finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is crazy. This is nuts. Some of you guys tonight, I'm about to stand up and walk out. This is crazy. Because you're telling me that for me to not lack anything means that God wants to make me whole. And if God wants to make me whole, he understands something that sometimes we overlook. He understands that to be in this place of not lacking anything, not missing out on anything, being mature and complete means he wants me to be whole. And I can sometimes run away from God's plan when I run away from the process. I can sometimes exit God's plan for my life and making me mature and making me complete and making me whole. And I can say, God, I'm only going to stick around when it's good. But I'm never going to learn the lessons when it's bad. I'm never going to learn how you're a good, good father in the worst times ever. I'm never going to learn that here you, you could pick my head up even when people knock me down. I never learned that you can hold my life together. I've never given you my life completely. And I've only trusted you because I trusted myself. And, and, and real trust, listen, real trust is connected to perseverance. So that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. First point tonight, it's really long. That's why you need to write it. It says this, God's desire is for me to be whole. Not only does he promise to be with me, but he also gives me a family to grow into. Ooh, that's a word. That's a whole word. God's desire is for me to be whole. Watch this. Not only does he promise to be with me, but he also, he also gives me a family to grow into, right? So, because he, he's our father, and we're brothers and sisters, and you're a part of this family. So, so maybe, maybe you're not where you want to be, right? Maybe you're not exactly the worshiper you want to be, the giver you want to be. Your church attendance is not where you think it should. You, you know, your, your spirit is not where you think it should. A, a lot of things aren't where you think it should, but going to let you know this is a family that you can grow into, this is a safe place for you to mess up. Can I tell you that? Because the Bible says if a, seven, if a righteous man falls seven times, he stands back up seven times. That's that perseverance part people miss out on. Like, yeah, you messed up, but get up, buddy. Dust your shoulders off and keep moving forward. Persevere. Don't let the devil beat you down. He's under your feet. He has no power over you. So God wants to make you whole, and God doesn't only promise to be with you, but he gives you a family to grow into. You guys there in 2 Corinthians? You guys there with me? 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 seven. This is it's the message version, and, and I like using the message version because it makes the Bible a bit more easy to comprehend. Eugene Peterson translated this, the, the entire Bible. Uh, and if you're reading the message version, you want to read the book of Psalms because that's where he really goes in. He's, he's the, he loves Psalms, so he translated it real beautifully. So in 2 Corinthians, he translates uh, in the message version. I'm telling you, after these verses, I- I'm-, I'm telling you, like, God's just going to speak to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I speak to you almost every week, but God's going to speak to you through these verses right here, right now. You guys with me? If you don't have a Bible, read it on the screen. All the praise to God. Anybody love that? All the praise to the God Father. Anybody love giving God praise? That's why we come in here and we sweat. You know that? Because all the praise, not some of the praise, not just half worship. All the praises to God and the Father, our Master, Jesus, the Messiah, Father of all mercy, God, of all healing counsel. Watch this. He comes alongside us when we go through hard times. And before you know it, he brings us alongside someone else who was going through hard times so that we can be there for that person just as God was there for us. Oh, my God, that's a word. We have plenty. Of, this is, this is going to change your theology because you thought being Christian means that you don't go through hard times. You thought saying yes to Jesus meant you'll never get sick again. You joined, I saw some preachers say this. So You joined the happy, holy, healthy club <laughs> when you get saved. And I thought that was really funny. You joined the happy, ho- happy holy, healthy, right? Happy, holy, healthy. No! Sometimes you're going to get pissed off. Sometimes you're not going to be all healthy. Sometimes things in your life, you're like, man, that wasn't so holy. But can I tell you, God is still with you. God still loves you. And he calls you to a better life. This is crazy. We have plenty of hard times that come from following the Messiah. There goes it broken, the myth, that with the Messiah, there's no hard times. Paul's like, there's plenty. Actually, I don't think you can be a follower of God and not have hard times. Makes no sense. You're not coming against culture. You're not coming against the wages of the world. You're not coming against anything. You're just here. You're just hanging. Actually, what kind of determines your Christ followers if you're actually experiencing some opposition? Because God doesn't say no to all the stuff that touches you. He lets it touch you. Why? To persevere in your life. That you can trust him. How can you build trust in God if you're never in a position where you need to trust him? How how are you ever going to trust God until he puts you in a position where he's all you really need? Right? We have plenty of hard times that come from following the Messiah. But no more, watch this, no no more so than the good times of his healing comfort. So, 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 yeah, the the times get really bad, but but so does his healing comfort. It's like he, he lets me fight, and then after the fight, he's there to pat me on the back and say, look at you. You felt a little bit better this time. I was watching you the whole time. Can I, tell you, I was watching you the whole time, and now I'm here to heal you, and now I'm here to put those, those scars, I'm, I'm going to close them up, right? I'm going to wipe every tear from your eye, right? I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to exalt you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give you favor because you trusted me through the fight. Because you trust him, you stood long enough in the heat, you wasn't afraid of the fire, you wasn't judged, you wasn't caring about people, saying that you smell like smoke, you don't care, I'm going through the fire, I'm going to smell like smoke, my clothes might burn off, but I'm going to make it through, and God's got a fresh set of anything I need on the other side. Whatever you lose in this process, it won't take you to your future. Some of you guys are scared to move forward because things are dropping off, God's dropping off to take you somewhere else. It's like when I started coming to church, I lost my friends. You didn't lose your friends. God stripped those friends. So when I started coming to church, I stopped, I stopped liking that. You didn't stop liking it. God is convicting you. He's stripping you. He's working you. He's building you up to the Christian you never thought you could be. Why leave? Why walk out? Why exit? Man, stick it through. Buckle up. This year, we're going on a roller coaster. Hands and feet, you know, in, in, inside the vehicle at all times. It's going to be some bumps. 2019 is going to be some, some, some highs. There's going to be some real deep lows. I believe as deep as the lows goes, it's just the higher God's going to take us. And if you exit, if you back up, if you walk away because things get hard, James says you'll always stay immature. And, and that wholeness that God wants to do, God wants to make you whole, that wholeness it's probably unreachable if you're always just going to back up when God tries to put you in something, when God wants to keep you somewhere. When the go- guys, when things start getting tough, you got to know that God's working. When, thing- when things get really good, you got to know that God's obviously working, right? I'm going to preach that to you. Hey, if you-, if you get the job you want, you know God's working. You're like, duh. First thing I do is you got the job. I said, thank you, Lord. That's the first time we prayed all year. Thank you, Lord. I got to tell you that God's good when you're being blessed. I got to remind you God's good when you're being cursed. I got to remind you, listen this, you cursed? Wait a minute, wait a you going through some opposition? Wait a minute, this might be an opportunity for God to grow your perseverance. This might be an opportunity for God to build your trust. This might be an opportunity for God to take some things out of you that won't take you into your future. What got me here won't get me there. What got me here to this place... Won't get me to where God wants to take me. I haven't even finished the verses. We have plenty of hard times that come from following the Messiah, but no more. So, so then the good times of his healing comfort. We get a full measure of that too. Verse 6, 7. When we suffer for Jesus, it works out for your healing and salvation. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Paul, you know a little bit about suffering, right? He, you don't know Paul. Paul, Paul's like the dude that just really got jacked up. Like his road to heaven was like a bruised one. It was a hard one. He did time in jail. He wrote some of the Bible in jail. Come on, somebody. Because it was illegal to to, to love God and and to be a Christ follower. So he's looking at the church. He's looking at the early church. He's looking at the church of Corinth. And he's like, man, these people, you got to understand, when we suffer for Jesus, it works out for your healing and salvation. My salvation, my healing, right? Those things that Jesus gives to me, these things work out for me in some strange way when I suffer for his name. They work out. They work out. If we are treated well, given a helping hand and an encouraging word, that also works to your benefit. Spurring you on, face forward, unflinching. Isn't that a Christian life we want to live? Face forward, unflinching. You ever meet someone that flinches easily? That's Diana. (laughs) Just on the way here, I, like, hit the brakes. She was like, oh! People flinch different ways, right? You got the people that flinch and laugh, flinch and cry, and then flinch and swing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, not to, not to prank them because they'll, they'll take the prank and they'll turn to a murder scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, why'd you go there? Now I got to go there. <laughs> like, you know, some bad flinchers, right? Just people just like, just a little bit like, ah, you know what I mean? And it's like, and I love the word unflinching, 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 unflinching. Uh, like, you can only like not flinch, until so you're you're just unafraid of the punch, right? That's the only way you don't flinch. You ever you ever played two hits with your friends? Man, you guys you guys never punched your friends. You guys grew up way better than me. <laughs> I tell you that much. So here's the game, right? You ready for the game? It's like the flinch test. So I, I'd fake hit you, and if you flinch, that's two hits. You know what I'm saying? There you go, two hits because you flinched. You flinch. you got two. After a while, because your friends love you, they're not hitting you as hard, right? Depending the game. Depending the game. Depending the type of day it is. Depending if they worked out that day, right? They're not hitting you as hard. So, so you, you take it to two hits, right? After a long time, they're coming at your face. You're like, ah man. You don't you know, give the show. To just bah, bah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, ah. I'll take an L. Next time they do that, ah, flinch again. It's like, come on, man. Come on. up, yeah, make it quick. Make it quick. You, know what I'm make, you ever tell your friends to make it quick? You guys, you guys are living right, man. I gotta tell you. Ah, take two hits. It comes a while. You're so used to the punches, they throw a fist at you, and it's like Kobe. You know what I'm saying? You're <laughs> just there, like, what's up? I ain't afraid of your punches. And Paul says, when when we when we see that you're just as willing to endure the hard times as to enjoy the good times, we no... You're going to make it no doubt about it but 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 here's the part i want to focus on it's the unflinching part face forward unflinching no doubt about it god's working on you no doubt about it god god's doing it but that's the goal of our life right that, that we come to issues we come to problems and we don't flinch because i mean man, i could take this if god put it in front of me it's for me to get through it this isn't the end of me I, if i'm still breathing if I'm still here, a miracle can happen. And to anyone here praying for a miracle, to anyone here on, on the last resort, if you are still here, God can still do something amazing in your life. And it's like that life, like we, 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 we sometimes escape per, like moments of conflict. We, we sometimes back up when things get tough. And it's only those who have gone through the punches that they're not afraid to not flinch. But but sometimes it's us who always run away from the issue, run away from the problem, run away from the process. But we'll always have a shaky relationship with God. Because he's always going to lead you to persevere. Why? Because he wants you to be whole. He wants you to be complete, not lacking anything. But you can't get to that place if you run when the going gets tough. When, when, when your feelings, watch this, when your feelings push you away from church, when you hear something, when you hear something about something said about the Bible and God, and it doesn't sit right in your heart, what do you do with that feeling? Like, this just a side note, I, I feel like Christians are so lazy. Like, have you sat down alone or with some friends and talked about what you believe in? Because... If what we believe is true, your eternity depends on it. And quite frankly, I find a lot of Christians who are just so lazy. I don't believe in that because I don't believe in that because my friends don't believe in it. What? Research it. Figure it out. Figure out why we don't believe in that. Figure out. Ask the good questions. Why? Because this is your future on the line. Christians that aren't doing research, aren't figuring out what they believe. Man, you're so short-minded. You're running in the, in the wages of the world. They don't think about eternity. They think about right now, right here, right now, only what we can see, only what we know. And you got this kingdom thing going on in the church where we're like, hey, don't be so short-minded. Let's play the long game. Can we play the long game, NBYA? Can we play the long game? When things get tough, I'm playing the long game. I'm staying out in the field, all those innings. And it might get hot, but I'm staying out here. Because I believe in this thing. So, you guys got to figure out what you believe. Come to the next step. See our 16 fundamental beliefs. It's all Bible based. We believe, we believe the Bible's infallible, it's true. It's, it's, and we did a series, The Bible's Legit. We're going to do that again this year. Hold up, somebody. The Bible's legit. Prophetically, it's legit, but just so many different ways, scientifically. And, and here's the, why, are we promoting, why are we promoting a personal relationship? Why, why are we just drilling this, drilling this, drilling this? Because i I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm 22 years old. Holla at your boy. 22. Me and my brother, we're 22 today, together. Today's his birthday. He's in the back. We'll go get him later. So we're the same age for a month. I basically grew up in church. I've seen people... Who, Storm, I got to, I've seen people run into church with just all this. Oh, my God, I want to do everything. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Throw me in, coach. I'm ready. I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to give. I'm ready to lead. I'm just on fire. You ever seen someone on fire? Yeah. And, 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 and that same, that same like, hype and passion, Once once one thing comes their way that they don't like. One thing. God's leading me somewhere else. I don't know if this place is for me anymore. I said it was a place of hope, but honestly, I don't know. I really don't know. I gotta, I gotta keep asking, and and it's like, hey man, listen, if like, like honestly, honestly, I gotta tell you guys, listen, I, like, I, as, a, I, like, I hate, like, whatever, whatever, but I'm talking in my head, I'm talking in my head. <laughs> you guys are like, what are you saying? <laughs> like. I got, can I be honest with you can I be honest with you I've seen so many people falling out of church I've seen so many people just so passionate and it just it goes nowhere it goes nowhere listen don't take your eye off the people around you you didn't come to church just at the same time everyone else did like guys look around there's no coincidence you're next to the people you're next to look around look around look around it's no coincidence that that girl's four rows behind you to the left. She's praying for you. There's no coincidence that the, the guy in front of you, you kind of know him from high school some random way. It's no coincidence that the, the girl all the way in the back, yeah, you saw her somewhere in DD's Discounts. You saw her somewhere, Dee somewhere. You said, hey, what's up? You walked out. It's no coincidence. There's no coincidence. There's no coincidence. God's brought you here for a reason. Right here, He brought you here for a reason. Right here, He brought you here for a reason. Right here, right now, He brought you here for a reason. Carl, st- can you stand up? Can you stand up? I-, I went to middle school with Carl. I went to middle school with Carl. Um, I went to middle school with him, and we had Spanish class together, and it was awesome. And him, him me, and my sister, we'd be singing in the hallways in middle school. Literally, little did we know that around like five, six, seven, eight, I don't know how many years later, he'd be in our church that we started singing a song we wrote, reaching the world with music. It's like, what the heck happened? God didn't just place this little, you know, Dominican boy. Hold up. God didn't... De- God didn't just place this Dominican boy in my class for no reason. God knows all things. God saw me in my class. He saw Carl. He needs to be in this class with Gabby and John because I know that this connection will lead to many getting saved, many getting touched, many turning to God. There's no coincidence. Joey, stand up. Joey is Carl's friend. Joey, stand up. Joey, oh, my God. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's a man of God. He's, he's, he's really, I, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, if you were to talk to Joey right now, everything isn't going perfect for Joey. Almost died. Like me, Joey went into the new year with family in the hospital. And, and he's not here for no reason. He's not here for no reason, Cynthia stand up. Cynthia's not here for no reason. You think she's here for no reason? You think she got saved and got into young adult ministry at just a random time that you started to come? No, you need to hear that she was addicted to alcohol and God delivered her. You need to hear that. You need to hear that. That's what you need to hear. You're not just here on accident tonight. You're not just here on accident. You got to not only just look at God, but look at the people around you. The, the, The people that God has sent to you. Here's a question. How does God make us whole? How does God make us whole? Number one, he comes alongside us. And number two, let's go to, let's go to number two. He, he, he brings us alongside someone else. How does God make us whole? He comes alongside us, right? That's what Tuesday nights feel like. That's what, you know, prayer time in your house feels like. That's what seeking God in your car feels like. On your way to work, on your way home from work in the morning, whenever you seek God. Anybody making time for God in their week? Not just Tuesdays and Sundays. We're making time for God. That, that's, that's what God coming alongside you feels like. But what does people look like coming alongside you? It, it, look, it looks like you're having some healthy conversations about God and what you believe and what you value. It looks like you're having good conversations about when, how are we going to start tithing together. And hey, are, are you serving? And hey, are you in a hope group? And hey, are you exasperating your gifts within the church? Are you letting God use you? Hey, what are you going through? Because you, you can stick it through. Because you can persevere. What does it look like? to be looking at the people around us like God placed them around us. What would the church look like if we saw every gathering as a Holy Spirit, divine gathering, that God can do something amazing in this moment just because two or three are here. God can do something incredible. Welcome home. We're, we're, we're pioneering a new wave of church. We're pioneering, we're pioneering a church that 2019 needs, that Kissimmee needs. And I got to tell you, Kissimmee Kissimmee doesn't need incomplete leaders. They're done with it. They're fed up with people playing church. You know, Kissimmee needs a church that's going to stand up and say, we're in this in the long haul. We're in this long term, baby. If God's still on the throne, I'm still serving. If God's still on the throne, I'm still giving him glory. And I am in love with his church because that's what he's coming back. When you love God, you love what he loves. When you love God, you love what he loves. Amen? Here's my next idea. How does God make us whole? Your hard times are also our hard times. Don't, don't think you're struggling alone. Don't think you're in this alone. Sometimes it takes a village, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it takes some brothers around you, some sisters around you in the worst moments of your life where God loves you, just doesn't cut it. God's with you, just doesn't cut it. And, and and you know God is real, and you know that he's with you, but you need some people to lean on. You need some young adults around you to hear you, and to listen, and to speak life into you, and to uplift you. How many friends break you down? Just, just, just destroyer, your, your reputation, how many people in your life do you, do, you give you, do you give the right to tear you down? How many people in your life, just people you know, people you don't know, they're just slamming you? Man, let's set, let's set ourselves up for success. I need to surround myself with people who are going to just constantly believe in me because sometimes I don't even believe in me. Just be, being this youth leader, I need, I need a good youth leader team. You know that, right? I can't do this on my own. I'm only one person. It's not one person that's going to change the world. Only Jesus is the only one that can do it. Everyone else needs a team. Everyone else needs a tribe. Everyone else these people in their corner that are loving on them, that are praying for them, that are covering them in, in, with intercession. And that's and that's the church that God wants to invite you to join. That That's the church that we're going to be begin pioneering this year. We're going to say, God, we're not going to, be the church we've always seen, to be the church that no one's ever seen. we got to be willing to do the things that no one's willing to do. Got to go the extra mile. We got to go. We got we to gotta stay the long haul. It, it's going to, it's going to, the enemy's going to tell you it's enough to come to church and not stick around before and after service to mingle. Can I tell you that's the most spiritual part of service It's talking to your brothers and sisters about the word that you were just given. Talking about the experience that you just had. Our leadership team, we have a question for you after service. We love to ask it all the time. How was your experience tonight? How, how, how was your experience, like, honestly, how was your experience tonight? You see how that's already building culture to set you up to talk about what God's doing in your life. Sometimes Tuesdays doesn't stick because you don't talk about it. Tuesdays don't stick into your Wednesday because you don't talk about it. Because you don't meditate on it. Because some people around you start talking about what God is doing. Next idea, just as willing to endure the hard times as to enjoy the good times. Paul writes that in there. You, you, we need to be just as willing to endure the hard times as to enjoy the good times. You want to be a Christian that lasts long? Don't just enjoy the good times, but endure the hard times. Don't don't don't, don't just love the good and the good and the good and the, and the and the upgrade and the upgrade and the blessing and 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 the promotion. Don't just love the good, but endure the bad. Endure the hard times. Stick it through. Buckle up. Persevere. Stick it out because God is making you whole. You got to see that he's working. You got to see that he's maturing you, that he's building you up. Amen? Can I get a better amen tonight? Can somebody shout amen in this place?